Welcome to the Fierce Femme Podcast. A fierce femme is a woman who stands in her power and fiercely, unapologetically expresses herself. She's brave, she's courageous, she walks with alignment, and she moves forward with a level of certainty and trust that the life and the business that she desires is coming to fruition. She's here to make waves, make moves on this planet. She is a fierce femme. Let's dive in. Ladies, I have such a potent message for you. This is a message to call on the part of you that is always dreaming of more, feeling into more, desiring more, tapping into the energy of more. We as women have this unquenchable thirst for more. And oftentimes we shame ourselves for this feeling. We guilt trip ourselves for wanting this. We make ourselves feel wrong or bad about it. But this part of ourselves is a natural part of who you are inside of your DNA. You will never be able to take this out of yourself. And when you can use this energy as fuel for momentum, for alignment, for clarity, for desire, you will be able to connect with this feeling in a more healthy, positive way. Instead of it becoming this burden, this shame, this guilt, this heaviness, it becomes this igniter, this spark, this feeling of freedom, this feeling of fulfillment, okay? So I wanted to share this message with you because it's so important we start to build a relationship with this feeling, right? It's a feeling that becomes action, that becomes embodiment, right? It becomes who you are. And if you might have not noticed yet, so much of this work that I'm talking about and what I share with my humans, my people, my clients, is all around embodiment, alignment, and self-mastery, right? So this unquenchable thirst for more is a gift. And I wanna go as far as to say, if you are in a sacred relationship, this is a total gift, right? Because we as the woman or the feminine essence in the relationship are going to be the ones that drive the partnership whether with just yourself or with your partner, if you're in a sacred relationship, it's gonna drive you to building that empire, to building that legacy, right? And our, our men or our counterpart, they need us to be in touch with this part of ourselves in a healthy way because it then not only calls you to more, it calls your partner to more, the relationship to more, right? And in any relationship, there's a few different sort of identities going on. There's your identity, there's your partner's identity, and then there's the partnership's identity. So there's three identities there that become fueled, inspired, and sparked by this desire for more, right? And when we're able to communicate with it and kind of connect with it, we're able to 
how do I even say this? Like when we're able to connect with this feeling, this energy, and communicate it, whether just to ourselves or to our partner, and then of course to social media, our audience, our clients, our customers, our all that, right? It's like everything that gets touched by this. When we're able to communicate it from this like healthy, aligned, empowered place, it becomes an activator for everyone around you to touch that part of themselves in a healthy way, right? Because so much of the world is walking around with shame and fear and guilt and denial around this energy, right? And it lives inside of men as well. But if they're a masculine man, they're more so driven by something else, right? So we as the feminine, we have this unquenchable thirst for more. And it's such a gift and it's such a blessing when we're able to really harness it in our life, right? So for me, kind of coming back to one of the earlier episodes of the podcast, I talked about masculine decision and feminine flow how I really harness this energy in my life is I first, I get into my journal and I create the masculine decision around this. So every single day I want to tap into this feeling, this energy of unquenchable thirst of more. And I'm like, what is this energy calling me to today, right? And then I journal it out. When I journal it out, I'm making those masculine decisions as well as really, um, sifting and sorting and letting the feminine express herself. And through that expression, through that journaling, I create the masculine decision for the day. And then I move forth again from that feminine energy of how does she want to move towards this decision, right? So we set the masculine decision, but we don't necessarily decide how it's going to happen and the steps that it's going to take. That will get us in our head again and start to dissolve this feeling of this unquenchable thirst of more. It'll start to get into logic and reason and the, the, the 2, 3D and like, eh, it's boring, right? And so what I like to do is create the masculine decision and then let my feminine flow take over. So once I know the outcome, what I've decided on, whether that's for the day, the week, the month, the year, my empire, my legacy, whatever time frame, doesn't matter. Then I let the feminine flow into it. So I've decided she feels safe in this container. She has a safe space. And now you let your intuition come forth and take over. And and then it becomes uh, an act of listening, like really truly listening and really building a relationship with your intuition to say, ah, I hear you intuition, I see you, I feel you, I sense you, I have this inner knowingness. And now I'm going to trust myself and I'm going to trust this nudge and I'm going to walk with it. I'm going to walk towards it, right? Trusting that because I've set my masculine decision and I'm walking with intuition, it's going to lead me to the outcome that I desire. But not even expecting that that one act from your intuition is going to create the outcome. It doesn't matter. We're detached from that because we know it's inevitably going to happen anyways, no matter what, right? So this is, again, an act of trust, of being really connected to this unquenchable thirst for more while walking with your intuition, setting your masculine decision, and being detached. This is the most important part, right? 
because oftentimes I see and sense in others and even in myself, if I haven't done the inner work and I haven't done the trust work, I start to feel attached to that decision. Say it's like a big decision I've set for myself for the day or even the week or like maybe it's an income goal that I'm stretching myself to. If I decide that and then I walk towards it with feminine energy but in attachment, it's going to look a lot different and feel a lot different. You might get the result, you might not get the result, but it's not going to feel the same. It's not going to feel like magic, it's not going to feel like alignment, it's not going to feel like pure flow and grace and ease, and it's going to feel like force and stress and try and pull and and tug and and shove and like bursting through a concrete wall and like I used to operate my life like that, you know? I would just like force, force, force my way and I would get shit done. I would make things happen, but I would be tired after it. I would feel like I've exerted all of my energy. I'd need to recuperate and then it would take me weeks or months to even get back on on the path and create a new decision to walk towards it, right? So this way that I'm offering to you now, inspiring you to step into, is this is what I call effortless creation, right? So an example of this could be, say you set like a to-do list for like three things in your day. Um, Let's see, maybe it was record a podcast, write a post, and um, I don't know, call your mom. Say, Say these were the three priorities for the day. So in the force energy, you would sit down and you would just try to get it all done in one flow. Okay, I'm going to record the podcast, I'm going to write the post, and I'm going to call my mom right away, right? But then you're not going to be living with your intuition, right? So how I would go about this in a daily basis is, okay, I've done my masculine decision, I've decided my three priorities, now I'm going to take a beat. I'm going to pause for a second, and I'm going to kind of disconnect from that masculine decision now and, and start to tune into vision and intuition and and desire, right? And then I and then from that taking a beat, I listen. And I'm like, okay, these are the things I know I want to get done. So what's the vision? What's the desire here? So for example, for me today, I knew I wanted to make a giant mason jar of hot chocolate before I did anything. And I was gonna sit down and I was gonna really get myself in this like heightened energy state, right? Before I did anything. And so even as I was going about that and me being the self-aware human I am, I still felt the pull to do something else instead. Well, it's like, oh, well, why don't I just write a post instead? Or while I'm drinking my hot chocolate, why don't I write the post to get it done? But that did not feel like my feminine flow. That felt like uh, an attached, forceful um, energy, right? And so I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. We know that's not going to serve us at the highest level. We're going to listen to our intuition and our feminine vision and play this day out like she is showing me, not he is showing me, right? Because we all have an inner she and an inner he. And so I sat there, I had my hot chocolate, I just enjoyed my morning, I I listened to a training, I got inspired, I heightened my energy, and I really followed my feminine vision, right? So this is the example I wanted to give you. Instead of just trying to force out all of the actions that you prioritize for your day, your week, your month, your year, whatever it is, you can do it a better way, where you 
decide, yes, you need to decide what you're doing, what your priorities are, or else you're going to be just like a leaf in the wind, you know. Um, we decide, but we don't necessarily know how it's all going to play out. And that's the magic of this work, right? Effortless creation takes a certain level of trust because you have to really be able to step into the unknown and the uncertainty. And this is hard for a lot of people, right? But when you can step into that place of uncertainty and this place of the unknown, this is where the magic lives. This is where time doesn't exist anymore. This is playing in the quantum realm where the quantum realm, I haven't explained it in this podcast yet. You might have heard about it in my programs, but basically a short synopsis, the quantum realm is like this place, it's an energy, a dimension that we all have access to where there's no time, no space, no self, no ego, no environment. It's it's nothingness and everythingness all at once where everything exists simultaneously, all timelines um, in that space. So you can bend time and pull things to you at will and like receive and be a magnet for stuff in the quantum realm so much easier than you can in the linear time realm of this 2D, 3D world, right? And this is, again, a level of trust where you have to trust yourself to go to the quantum and the feminine energy is the quantum, like that's like where she lives, right? And then you have to trust yourself to play in this realm of uncertainty. And what I've done all of my life, before I even understood all of these, these conversations, these terms, is I've, I have constantly played my life in the, in the world of uncertainty. And what I have done is created the most amount of certainty I possibly could in any given moment to feel safe in the uncertainty, right? So this is, again, another example of the masculine decision so I can play with feminine flow, right? So I've always been a nomad. I've always been, like, I've lived on my own from such a young age. I've just been playing in this world of bigness and uncertainty since I was, like, a, a little tiny girl, honestly. <laughs> my mom will tell you the same. But what I do is I, I create as much certainty as I can so I can play in those realms of uncertainty. So I define, like, what are my favorite colors? What are my favorite foods? What do I like to wear? How, what kind of music do I like to listen to? These are just, like, simple examples. But, like, you know, what, what am I moving towards? Like, um, how do I want to feel on that journey? Um, like, you know, these certain things you can navigate, the, the levels of certainty you can create for yourself so that you can play in the realm of uncertainty with total confidence, total trust, total alignment, and total desire, right? Because if you're just like a flag in the wind walking through uncertainty, then the world can start to define you. But if you've already defined yourself and understanding you're in a constant evolution of that definition, that creates a level of certainty so you trust yourself to put yourself in the unknown and in the uncertainty and really play with what's possible beyond who you are now. You start acting from who you want to be instead of who you are now. And this is when your life will change monumentally. Oh my gosh, it's so amazing. So this has been such a good conversation. I am so happy to share it with you. 
please let me know on Instagram at the.energy.queen in DMs, like how this lands for you. If you have any questions, let me know. I love having conversation with you to really see where you're at and see how I can really provide more next level conversations that spark you, inspire you, and drive you. So, so good. Thank you so much for being here. If you have gotten value, a breakthrough, or if you feel expanded from this episode, please share this podcast with your lady friends so that we can help more fierce femmes be activated on this planet so that we can all rise together. I am sending you so much love and we'll see you really soon on the next episode.